Welcome to uh, Unsigned 518. I am here again uh, with May Heaven. How's it going, man? I'm doing all right. How are you? How are you, Andy? I'm good. And we were just talking before we got rolling um, that you were on episode 31 of Unsigned 518, which seems like a very long time ago. I guess calendar-wise, it was only like a year and a half or so, because I think it was like August of 2022. Yeah, we're now in. We, we were both trying to time it. I think that's about where we where it looked. Yeah, it was like late summer. Yeah, something like that. But anyway, so like a lot has happened, like not only to this show, but like in your world, a yeah. lot has happened musically in that year and a half where, you know, and not that I have any issues with people coming back to the show more than once. Obviously, there's a lot of people that have come more than once, but like. Sometimes it's just like you have to come back because holy shit, there's so much like so much has happened in the last like year and a half that I feel like you're like a different artist, even though you're the same person. So I guess let's let's talk about right. some of that stuff that's happened for you musically. All right. So, I mean, the first couple things like as far as as far as strictly may have a material, um, I released a record called Wellspring. Uh, in October 2022, um, played some shows around that. Um, 2023, um, I did a quite a bit of writing and released a couple of new singles. Um, one came out late spring, early summer, which was uh, called Nothing. Um, and then one came out New Year's Day, uh, Love and Only Love. Um, but I kind of went through on that front, just like a lot of the writing I had done previously was all sort of unpacking things I had, you know, struggled with over the course of my life, things like anxiety, depression. Uh, Wellspring was a record that conceptually I wrote it as like sort of a piece in five acts where um, the first song hurts like hell feels like home was kind of an overture and then where it just is was basically about like personality wise, like why do I keep doing the same things to myself? Right. Like, and then each of the following songs was based on a separate vignette from my life. Like Scribner was a, you know, based on a very personal story. Edge of the map was dance for you was, and then no name. Number one, the last song was, it's basically the narrator further down the road lecturing the narrator from hurts like hell on kind of where I went lyrically, which is that your actions don't happen in a vacuum. Your pain does not happen in a vacuum. The world goes on no matter how you're feeling and there's collateral damage to how you express yourself. All right. And you know, now that I'm like, as we're talking, like people can go back and listen to episode 31 because I do remember, you know, you talking uh, some more. So if they want like a, an addendum or some, some more information on what, what you're saying, there's a a whole other episode where we talk. So fantastic. I'm loving this. Uh, cause it's like all, I'm like getting deja vu. I'm like, yeah, no, it all comes back to you after a certain point. I remember the songs. I remember the music. Yeah. (laughs) And like, but that was like a thing I just wanted to kind of like, start talking about are these stories of just like I'm a person who maybe did a thing or went through a thing and here's all of the other people who are involved here's all the other things that are involved here is how I come back to it having changed right and that I felt like was a cool place to go um 
And so January, I did um, a string of shows, um, basic for reasons I'll get into when we start discussing the other stuff that's been going on. <laughs> um, I did like a, a pocket of shows from like December to January. Um, most recent of which was on January 18th. I had the pleasure of playing with um, my friends Angelina Valente and uh, Will Fredette um, over at No Fun. And then I've got um, on Monday the 22nd, I'll be doing a solo performance at the Jive Hive. And that is with some other friends of mine as a... The, my band for that will consist of Jess Bowen and Brian Brancato nice. from uh, yep. Headless Relatives and House of Saturn. And uh, Lucy Nelligan, who plays with me in Rural County Bad Boys, will be also part of the uh, part of the band for that cool. show. And will that be something um, that's going to be live streamed? That will be live streamed. Will be live streamed, and then yes. and then Available we'll live for forever. Yes, yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll live forever on uh, the Jive Hives YouTube page, so that yes. you can go see that. So that's that's cool. Um, yeah, we love. I mean, love the Jive Hive. Like, uh, actually, just saw Tom. And Alec yep. and Mikey last night at the Sugarhold show. Uh, at the Unified at, uh, gig, right? At Unified, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. It was place was fucking packed, man. I think the it last was... last time I saw uh, you and all of them was the uh, New Year's gig with uh, Noel oh, yeah, yep, 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 yeah. Yep. Uh, the uh, it was old, you, old you Noel and Pine Boys, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah and it, it was it was interesting because we were down a lead guitarist. Yeah, because Lonnie couldn't make it, and you know it was the at the drive hive and and normally it's you know i'm there it's kind of business stuff yeah. and the, it was like just a party yeah that we play at at the end yes. so you know i'm like cool you know i've been sitting at the bar drinking whiskey all night and now now at the now, very now end of work. that <laughs> at the very end of that i gotta go out and play so like re-watching it i was re-watching it on youtube and i and i was like yeah <sighs> Yeah, I don't I, know. You know. I have like, had those gigs <laughs> yeah. where just like you you step off stage and you're like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I kind of knew that going yeah. into it, you know, because they were all like, ah, you know, whatever. Just like we're having fun and then playing. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Didn't exactly pull it off, but it was fun. Like you can see I'm having fun. Yeah. I guess that's, yeah. It's like I, I remember point. like the first couple of acoustic shows I did, I was playing my, my other acoustic guitar, which is um, a 12 string yep. attack mini EF three eighty one, And I could not keep that freaking thing in tune to save my life. It's and, very audible on certain recordings. Right. That era. <laughs> That's going to be hard man, yeah. with a with a 12 string. Because like, you can't like stop and like, there's too much dead air. If I would stop and like do every single course right, right. while like talking or something like that's so much time. <laughs> Yeah. So that's the sort of thing where it's like, you know, I'll bring it out for a song or two, but like I've got a I've got a I've got a workhorse that I use now. Right. It's a little more. <laughs> and so when did you cause you weren't I mean, I don't even know if like Brule County Bad Boys, I mean, I'm sure that might have been a thing, but you definitely weren't playing with them the first time you were on. So right? I joined that band in um I auditioned in early May. 2023 oh okay and my first show with them was the nighthawks block party on june 9th that's so awesome yeah. i've been in since like um uh nipper fest we played yep. right after you guys yep. on the main yep. stage yep i do remember remember you there that was a, a fucking killer show i remember there was uh there was some buzz 
that uh, a couple people were 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 saying how the bad boys were living up to their name <laughs> because a bunch of a bunch of members of the band were smoking cigarettes oh. behind the stage. Oh no! And, like, that was like some serious buzz. <laughs> like, <and it> like, <laughs> Heaven like, forbid! It was like they're what? They're, like just they're just smoking cigarettes? And yeah. like, they're like yeah, they're. They're badass. <laughs> in a in a public park. <laughs> right. And like I'm someone's te- you know, I'm hearing about this like while we're smoking joints out back. And I'm like, Yeah, okay, I guess. You know. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the world we're living where where it's cigarettes are like are, joints are perfectly acceptable, yeah, but, cigarettes but cigarettes are, are not. Really bad. <laughs> like, like, oh my uh, god. And like the the journey I've been on with that band has been incredible too. Like, um um, the band just released their second album yesterday. Right. Yep. Yep. Um, Truth. And that was one I came in right after they wrapped recording on it. Oh, wow. So I had the task of learning these songs as played by Graham Tishy and then kind oh, of wow. figuring out having to put my own spin on okay. them in the live that's a, setting. That's a, that's a, that's a, bar, <laughs> that's a, that's a bar. Yeah. That's a bar to be set right at, right out of the gate. Yeah. You know? No, it was, um, I, I had some big shoes to fill Yeah, and sure. like Graham was an absolute saint. They brought him at the 11th hour and he just crushed it. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I mean, I mean anybody who doesn't know Graham Tishy, well, I mean, anybody who's listening to the show probably knows Graham Tishy, but, uh, a legend. I mean, Troy, based out of Troy, right? Yeah. Like, I think mostly based out of Troy, and his dad was Commander Cody. And yep. the, yeah. So, uh, what was it? Uh, the Cadillac song there. Yep. Uh, fuck. <laughs> but yeah, he's a he's a legend. His dad is a legend. So that is huge shoes to fill. Yeah. So I mean, bravo, <laughs> bravo on that. That seamless transition. And yeah. that was like we're we're very different players, and I wanted to put my own spin on everything, and like, but it has been neat, and it's like. The boys and I have been sort of like we were in a lot of the same rooms at the same time over many, many years. Right. Um, I met like a weird piece of trivia that I told the guys all later is that I met my wife at a show that Josh was playing drums at <laughs> nice. like eight years ago. Wow. <laughs> yep. <laughs> nice. So Small it's like world. we had all been, you know, we'd all been in like the same places many, many times. And Brule were like one of my favorite local bands before I even got the call. Like I was at many of their shows. I, you know, I've known Tex for a while. Freaking, just like getting to getting to play these songs has been an absolute delight. Yeah, and like getting cool. to explore a different side of this music than what I do on my own has been. <laughs> yeah, and I mean that's you know another thing about like music and like having like a scene is like the ability to have your own identity. Yeah. And then play in a band. Well, like, not that you don't have your own identity in a band, but, no. you know, you're more, you're, you know, working, I guess, as a team. Yeah. And, you know, you're, it's not just your vision. It's you and five, six other people or whatever's vision. Yeah. So, like, I love that ability to be able to split back and forth. And I don't know. I, I just think that's a, a and cool like doing thing. my own thing kind of outside of that also, like, it's healthy. Right. It allows that kind of outlet so that you can work on the collective goals as opposed to trying to be like, well, I want to do my thing in here, but like, (laughs) yeah. And plus it's just going to strengthen, you know, it's going to strengthen your chops, so to speak. You know, if you're continually like growing because you want to grow your, your own thing, that's going to trans translate well into their stuff because it's just going to bring your whole and know. conversely, like there's lessons that I took from playing with Brule brought back into my, like right. back into my own material. Like right. I was really sort of like, I have done like 
I really only like considered myself a lead guitar player very recently in my playing history, only within the last probably few years. And like playing the Brule songs was kind of like a fire baptism in a lot of ways of just like, <laughs> you know, you have to like not only play solos, but you have to like own that right, freaking right, stage right. while you're doing it. And you right. have to like, there's, and you know, that's a whole, like, that's a thing that you have to be able to step into. And that's, that's been such a cool thing to like learn how to be comfortable doing and like how to execute night after night and then bring back into everything else right, into your own stuff. Well, so we should probably, uh, listen to a tune, you know, you brought a guitar. Yeah. So, uh, you're going to play, play a couple songs for us. What do you, yeah. what do you want to do first? So, um, the first song I want to do is a very new one. Um, I've been working kind of low key on, um, a record that I hope to release this year. Um, this song is called uh, Disconnection Street. Um, this is um, this will be an exclusive. I have played this song only a couple times live, and this is outside of the studio and like a couple live shows. Like you guys are going to be some of the first to hear it. Oh, right on. So this is Disconnection Street. <laughs> yep. All right, cool. So let's listen to uh, Disconnection Street, May Heaven, and then we'll be uh, right back to talk some more.
prints you left on the floor. Count the days in cigarette butts and menus sit under the door. I notice the sun only when it has set in the moon when the tide comes to shore. I remember you're gone when I can remember the sound of your voice anymore. Can't help but look back on things endlessly. So that was Disconnection Street, uh, May Heaven. And, you know, we were talking, like, you've got your solo stuff, you've got Brule County Bad Boys, and then uh, Headless Relatives. And we were talking before we got rolling how uh, Seth was on episode number six yes. of Unsigned 518. Yep. So he goes he goes back, you know, uh, both of you go back, back pretty far to the beginning. So I guess, and you weren't playing with Headless Relatives. No, so that was... Um, story goes that I, I did the episode, I did my first episode with you back in August in September of 22. Um, Seth and I had been kind of internet friends for a while. We've been chatting, like he'd been listening to my work. I'm listening to his work. He puts the call out that he wants to expand headless into a full band. And, um, so I told him I would, you know, I can play like lead guitar. I can play uh, lap steel and uh, pedal steel. And so those are my kind of contributions. We then brought in um, first Taryn Schaefer on drums uh, from Galeen and Anthill Annihilator. Um, Jake Griswold uh, played in uh, Drab, St- Drab Stucco. We filled him with Haunted Cat. And of course, Jess Bowen right. to round the lineup out. And that was really like, it was cool being able to jump into a band with a large back catalog. <laughs> yeah. Seth has been recording for like 10 years. And like, basically I was just, we be, we built a list of songs that we wanted to play live and we would add to them, subtract them. And then just some of the, some of the recordings were just like a guitar in a room. And right. so we were, 
we had to really come up with it was Jess and I doing a lot of the arrangement and like building these songs into full band compositions and taking sort of, you know, greater risks and things with them. And how do you pick from, you know, because if anybody wants to go down a rabbit hole, like look at, you know, the Headless Relatives catalog, yeah. it's, I mean, hundreds of tracks. Yeah. Like how, like, how do you go through it? Like, or do you literally just kind of like every once in a while, like go I, through and find something or? My advice would be probably start with, um, the things that have been released in the last probably three years. Gotcha. Like COVID era on will give you kind of a good cross section of the stuff that we play live. And then from there, just, you know, we've also been recording several of the live shows and been releasing cool. them on Bandcamp, which is also a good primer of how things sound. Um, and then there was the Jive Hive. Yep. We did the Jive the, Hive Halloween show, yeah. which was like a fully scripted, um, like, immersive like concert film with like narration and with like video shorts and costumes and fog and all this. <laughs> <laughs> and again, we, that's all like currently still up. So yeah. That's all still to, like up. the jive high jive hive live. Yeah. Uh, YouTube and watch all that. Like I, I remember I did watch it. Like I watched some of it live. Yeah. But then I, I did finish it like a couple of days later. That it was, was fucking fantastic. That was <laughs> six months. Yeah. End to end of just, planning and meetings and like writing a spec script and timing the set um the the carl sagan segment with jake we <laughs> shot in my dining room like we brought a green screen dropped it in there i brought my um my portable recording rig wheeled that in there and just kind of like made the whole room into a sound stage nice. and it was it started as a joke where um we were all kind of hanging out and Jake launched into this bit where he started impersonating Carl Sagan and then just like, just talking vaguely about planets and things and not really like, because it's like, it's not like the guy knows a great deal about astrophysics or anything like that. So he's just trying to impersonate a guy who knows a thing or two about <laughs> astrophysics. And we're just like, we're using this. This is perfect. We're going to put you in a sweater in front of a green screen and we're going to make this happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be the sweater. Got to be the turtleneck. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but no, it's um the that also allows me a bit of a different vehicle than either may have an orb rule where I can outside of like the orthodoxy of like country music, the sound of like a clean Telecaster and like, you know, that kind of tone, I can explore more just different sounds, heavier distortion, strange modulation, extended jams. We're working on a record right now that is largely synthesizer based. Nice. So um, Seth is a big fan of Architrave. He's good friends with Shane Sanchez of uh, Blood X3. And like the, a lot of those new songs are in that territory. So like getting back familiar with how like sequence synthesizers work and drum programming has been just a blast to kind of. <laughs> yeah, that is that is fun. Yeah, I don't I don't know a lot about it, but I do have like emulators on yeah. um, Pro Tools and shit. And I've got like the little MIDI keyboard and I do like to just F around with sounds. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... I, I do it very sparsely with some of the Mayhaven stuff. Like if you listen close, you'll hear like very warm, like kind of analog synths or like poly stuff in the background kind of building out um, pockets of space in those right, tracks. Right. But like not nearly like the kind of things we've been working on. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got solo stuff 
Headless Relatives, Brule County Bad yep. Boys, and then you were just... Uh, did you do a Song City? I, I did a Song yeah. City back in December. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so, like, I mean, you're you're out there, and it's clearly like, um, grown <laughs> so much <laughs> since literally just a year and a half ago. But no. Like, you know, you just you did bring the you had the twelve string here. Yes, I did. I do remember the songs yeah. that you played. You had the twelve string, and now you're like in three bands that all three of them are building names for themselves yeah. around here, you know, which is and a, I really just like, I'm happy to be working this much. Right. Like it is kind of like, it's great to be just out here connecting with people, just being able to play music in the way that I want to. And like with folks that share my kind of values on how to like perform and play and like all of, all of the bands are rooted in this do it yourself ethos, book your own stuff, play your own stuff with the people you're cool with. Right. It's like, I don't have to compromise. We're at the point where it's like, you know, the idea of making it as a musician is such a nebulous concept (laughs) in 2024 that you might as well just do what you want with people you care about. But to me (laughs) personally, that is making it, you know what I mean? Like, cause if, if doing music and like doing all this was like this job, it would turn into a stressful thing. And if like my finances depended on it, it would be too much and it wouldn't be fun, you know? And like, So like I you know not to downplay anybody that does make a career out of it because like that's fantastic but I understand how hard it would be whereas just being able to make music with my friends yeah and having like a few venues or locally around here that will pay us a little bit of money to come make music yeah. is making it yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean Any, anybody like, who notices it's just a benefit I mean like I. I like the fact that I don't have to worry about like, you know, if my TikTok doesn't go viral, I don't eat this week. Right. We don't have to worry about we don't have to worry about numbers or like appeasing anybody. It's all it's all just it's all just a nice bonus when things go well and when people notice and when people care. Yeah. But for me, like the real fun of it is meeting people and playing music and watching music. You know what I mean? Like like last night, going to see Sugar Hold and Seas Atlantis. Yeah, watching watching shows. I've been, you know, I'm at the point where it's like, this is now, I'm going into like my third decade of like going to live shows. Like I remember going to, you know, going and seeing punk bands in like 200 cap rooms when I was a teenager in Connecticut back in like the mid 2000s. And like so much and so little has changed, (laughs) But, (laughs) but I just, I just love that. Like, I just love that the, that space is like that still exist and bands still are out here doing the damn thing. I right. just, and, and you know, as much as sometimes I'm like, damn technology, like technology is allowing all of this. It's allowing yeah. us to be able to do it ourselves and to put music out ourselves. And, you know, I can, I can have, I can do like a multi-track recording session in my, you know, in my spare room. Yeah. I mean, in this garage yeah. right here, like we can, we could do the same thing. Whereas like 10 years ago, it would be thousands yeah. of dollars worth of equipment. And now it's a, you know, a couple hundred dollars worth of software and a couple hundred dollars worth of hardware. Yeah. And boom. Studio. Of course. You Bam. Know, like, like, and you know, that's, there's, you know, there's always there's always room to upgrade and all that kind of stuff. But sure. for the most part, you can do serviceable work. You can do like release quality work 
with just things you can find anywhere. Right. Right. And it's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just to do it, you know, like that's the only advice is just do it. If you want to yeah. make music, just do it and find a way to put it down and then build upon that. But like you have to yeah. put that first step I, down. You know? I'm thinking about like I'm not the biggest fan of the guy of the guy's politics or his freaking, you know, whole vibe. But um there's that the first line of that Morrissey song, Sing Your Life. Um <laughs> Any fool can think of words that rhyme. Many others do. Why don't you? Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> like people can just go. You can just do this. Like there's yeah. no, there's nothing stopping you. You can <laughs> just do whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. Like everybody who's famous was not famous at one point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so like they just did the thing and then it can do with it what you want. Yeah. So. It's it's so it's super cool. It is. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, but anyway, since you since you have the guitar, we yeah. should probably uh, do another tune. Yes, indeed. Uh, which one are you going to do? And, and you know, and I should say because I forgot to mention it before. But if you're listening now, um, the first song that May Heaven did on the show, uh, Disconnection Street. You can see the whole thing if you go to my Instagram page. I. I recorded it so you can see it if you you know once you heard it. So, yeah. but anyway, sorry. What's, so this, the, what's um, this next one? <laughs> so this next song is called uh, "Such Sweet Sorrow." It's one that I I wrote at the beginning of last year. It'll be on an upcoming May Heaven release. This is a song that's very near and dear to my heart. It's um, it is a song about loving someone who is struggling, and knowing when to say, "I can't give you anymore." Okay, cool. <laughs> and it's such sweet sorrow, you said? Yep, such sweet sorrow. All right, cool. So let's uh, listen to such sweet sorrow, may heaven, and then we'll be right back to wrap it up. Soon cold outside, and the night shift has gone to bed. Parked in car on the side street, and you're stacking back home instead. When the sun came up, you were sleeping on your side. I stayed up in the next room Counting circles underneath my eyes You're impossibly impulsive Long and wild dream When you're in your element I'm hardly relevant it on out with you till the 
Nothing like coffee at noon This scene is getting stagnant I've got some living to This kind of living This later might go down better to something So that was such sweet sorrow, Mayheaven, uh, live here in the Dazzle Den. So, I want, Mayheaven, I want to thank you so much for uh, taking the time to come out here and play some songs for me. Like I was saying before we recorded, that's like one of the, the coolest perks about doing this show is yep. that I get like artists that I love and that I listen to come to my house and do a private concert for me. <laughs> so that was fucking fantastic. I appreciate that. Uh, but before we go, like I do with all my guests, I just want to give you a chance to say your gratitude. So our right. microphone is all yours. All right. So, I mean, first off, I would like to say thank you to um, my wife, Olivia, to um, my bandmates in Headless Relatives, um, Seth and Jess and Jake, to my bandmates in Brule County Bad Boys, Josh, Tex, Steve, Ben, Sam, Lucy, I love you all dearly. You're so gr- you're the best people in the freaking world. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, Tom at the Jive Hive. Thank you, August at No Fun. Everybody who's ever taken a chance on me, I respect the hell out of all of you. And just everything I do is for this scene and these bands. And I believe we all can win. Fuck yeah! All right, so that is May Heaven. I am Andy Scullin. This is Unsigned Five and Eight. I'll see you on the road. Unsigned 518 is produced and hosted by me, Andy Scullin. New episodes are available every week wherever you stream podcasts. If you'd like to help support the show, please like and subscribe wherever you are listening. Or you could buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash unsigned518. If you would like to advertise on the show, send me an email at unsigned518 at gmail.com. And to be a guest on the show, reach out to me through Instagram at unsigned518.
Take care of one another, and I'll see you next week.